Welcome to the Marketing God Podcast, where we provide insights and knowledge to assist you in reaching and engaging with more people. Together, as we apply marketing insights to your good work, we hope to help more people know you, turn to you, and ultimately become loyal to God. This is week number four, and the week's topic is brand, tactical considerations. Today, our focus is Your name is your cornerstone and works with truth number 22 in the book, Marketing God. Here is your marketing strategist, author, and guide on this journey, Donna A. Heckler. Hello, friends. Our topic for today is your name is your cornerstone. And this comes from truth 22 in the book, Marketing God. And the title of that truth is your name is the cornerstone of your brand. It probably does not surprise you to hear that your name is critical to your brand. It's critical for a variety of reasons, one of which is that it's used in absolutely everything you do. It communicates so very much, which is why we want to spend some time today focusing on it and on your name as the cornerstone for your brand. But to begin with, let's start with the Bible verse. We drew again from Proverbs for this Bible verse, and we're reading Proverbs 22, 1, and it reads like this. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. You know, what's fascinating to me in the realm of marketing is that people often do not spend much time with their name, and yet the name is central to absolutely everything they do. It's on everything, it's part of everything, it's on your letterhead, it's probably woven into an icon or has a tagline around it. It's part of the logo, the name is everywhere. And so we turn back to Proverbs, a good name is to be chosen because it has so much value. For my very first company, it was in the late 90s, and I was starting a little marketing consulting firm, and I had spent all this time thinking about the name. I knew it was important, had it all figured out, went to the lawyer so that he could drop the paperwork. And you know, when I came back to pick up the paperwork a few days later, the lawyer had changed the name. And he said, oh, well, the name you wanted wasn't available, so I just made the name of your company this. He called it. Strategic Marketing Solutions, Inc. I was horrified. I mean, did it technically say what I did? Yes, but that was not the name. We couldn't use that, I didn't think, but we'd been forced into that corner. And in fact, he shortened it right away. He said, don't worry, you'll just call it SMSI. I'm like, and that means nothing. Oh, I was so dismayed. But that happens, right? People don't think about the name. They just quickly come up with something because they've got to get the paperwork done or for whatever reason they need to call themselves something. But names are really valuable and they can be so meaningful. So let's spend a little bit of time thinking about that. Names can do a variety of different things. One way we see company names or brand names being used is in defining a category or helping somebody understand what category your product or your service belongs to. A great example is Puppy Chow. You hear that name and you know that it's for not just dogs, it's for puppies. 
So it helps to establish the category that that product participates in. Names can be functional. They, for instance, like PayPal, it's giving you a sense of what it does, right? It's your easy, friendly payment system, PayPal. You know, or of course you have Burger King, and that's trying to tell you that it's the best of all the burgers that you can get. Names can also just be an interesting word. And there's a lot of words that have been turned into really big brands. Of course, Apple comes to mind, Amazon comes to mind, but also Yahoo, or how about Dove, Dove Soap. The thing about just choosing a word is that becomes very expensive. It's a very expensive proposition because take the example of Apple. So everybody knew the apple is something you ate. And now Apple, the company, had to spend a ton of money helping you understand that Apple was a new way of thinking about computers. That's an expensive proposition. I will say that in the Catholic space, our names are equally meaningful. And we are blessed to have so many different names that we actually can draw from. We reference this ever so slightly in associations, but we'll say a little bit more here. We start by thinking about all the saints. The saints stand for something. St. Francis, definitely we think of earth and animal. St. Joseph, we think of as steadfast, a provider. St. Vincent de Paul, we think of as for the poor. So the saints can be very meaningful as names if what we are all about relates back to who that saint is and what that saint is known for. Another beautiful name that I like in the Catholic space is Relevant Radio. Do you listen to Relevant Radio? I like it because it's relevant information in today's world for Catholics. So it really speaks to what they're trying to do. It's Catholic, it's faith-based, but it's relevant in today's world. Another name that I really like is Blessed Is She. I don't know if you're familiar with this group, but it's an online community for women. I, I tend to find that it's a, excuse it younger in age, but really women of all ages are invited. But what they do is they share, and they share their faith, and they connect with each other, they have retreats, they have online meetings and discussions, you can ask questions. They, I find them a lot on Facebook, but they are really expanding and doing so many wonderful, beautiful things. And the name just speaks to it. Blessed is she, right? How can every woman who's Catholic connect and be blessed in the process? Names convey a message in and of themselves. So the name becomes really important, not just because it's on everything, but because of the message it's conveying which is why we say it can be the cornerstone of your brand. If you're just starting out and building a ministry or a parish, start first by thinking about your brand promise. What is the promise? What are you trying to deliver and offer? Now consider a name that helps to reinforce that promise. If you already have a name, which I suspect is true for most of us, then spend some time thinking about what the name conveys. For instance, there's a few parishes called Holy Family Parish, beautiful name. But how does that name link to the brand and to the brand promise? If the name is Holy Family Parish, are you fulfilling the promise that's inherent in the name? Is the parish holy? Does the parish act like a family? 
when you think about the name, think about the message that it's conveying and whether that message aligns with the brand promise that you have. Names are really critical in conveying who and what you are, but they need to be used consistently. We're always going to talk about consistency. It's so key and very critical with names. Let's go back to the little example that I gave in the beginning of my first company. Yes, everybody tried to simplify it and call it SMSI. SMSI stood for nothing. It meant nothing. We had to change the name of the company pretty quickly because it just didn't matter. It had lost its meaning when it was simplified. So one thing I always harp on is if you have a longer name, try not to simplify it. Try not to go down to just letters because unless you're really big like UPS, and you can spend tons of money to convince people what UPS stands for, most of us don't have that type of budget. We're not going to be able to help people understand what the few letters like SMSI truly mean. So identify a name, don't shorten it, use it consistently, and make sure that it is meaningful. Reflecting back on Proverbs, as Proverbs suggested, a good name is to be chosen and it's so much more valuable than riches. As you think about your name, ask yourself, what is the role of your brand name? Is it functional? Is it describing a category? Does it link to your brand promise? Are you using it consistently to build awareness of your organization? Lots to think about today. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next time, friends. Thank you for being here. We are so glad you listened in today. Look for the worksheet for today's topic in the podcast link. We invite you to join the Marketing God Facebook group where we share additional tools, insights, and ideas with each other. Are you looking for even more insights? You can purchase the acclaimed book, Marketing God Online, at your favorite Catholic bookstore or for larger quantities through the publisher OSV.